In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Do you know that you are loved? Do you know that He has a plan for you? Do you know that the only thing you need to do is to surrender your life to Him? Surrender your life to God, and He will do everything for you. How we need to know that surrendering our lives is all about the new life of grace. Oh yes, oh yes. God called sinners like me, and he forgave my sins in the blood of Jesus as I went to confession. God called sinners like me to be his people, to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth. Do you know that you're loved today? Do you know that? Ask the Lord to show you that He loves you. Ask the Lord to show you that He wants an intimate experience with you. You see, we get what we ask for. You know, someone will say, I come to you, Father Tom, to pray for me for my cancer. Oh, no. Don't own it. It's not your cancer. Jesus took it to the cross. Don't own it. Don't own it. Go to the Lord and say, Jesus, by your stripes I was healed. By your stripes I am healed. It is not your cancer. Jesus took it to the cross. When I am lifted up, I will draw all men, women, children to myself. I'm looking at the fifth chapter of St. John's Gospel. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. The only way to get to Jerusalem is to go up, because Jerusalem is on Mount Zion. Now, in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there is a pool called, in Hebrew, Bethesda, which has five porticos. And these lay many invalids, blind, lame, paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time. And he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The man said, The sick man answered him, Sir, I have not one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. That's not what Jesus asked. He asked, Do you want me to make you well? The man thought the only way he was going to be made well was getting into the pool when it was stirred up by an angel. Jesus is going to heal this man. 
Jesus is going to do something for this man. While I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, Stand up, take up your mat, and walk. At once the man was made well, and he took up his mat and began to walk. Now that day was a Sabbath. So the Jews said to the men who had been cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your mat. They should be making a party that this guy has been healed by the power of God. But no, they're into rules, they're into regulations, they're not into God. You see, I tell you, if it's not grace that we're living by, it's the law. We're looking by the law. I am not living by the law, I'm living by grace. This is the grace year, 2022. By grace, we are saved through faith, not of works, but by grace through faith. I know that my Redeemer lives. It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your mat. But he answered them, The man who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is this man? who said to you, Take up and walk. Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had disappeared in the crowd that was there. Later Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Do not sin any more. What sin could he have committed? for 38 years by the pool of Bethesda. I'm going to tell you. In Jewish writings, there's nothing about the pool of Bethesda. It was a bad angel that stirred the waters up. It was an occult experience by the pool of Bethesda. Go and sin no more. Get away from that stuff. You need to get away from witchcraft. You need to get away from your sign. You need to get away from going to Madame Fufu. You need to get away from that. God will not bless you. God will not come into your heart until you repent of that stuff. And it's all around us. Right in Quincy, there's a place right next, almost next to the rectory. And people go to have their tea leaves read. I tell you, this is not of God. And who talks about it? People say, well, I'm only kidding. I'm only doing it for fun. Well, I'm going to ask you, if you opened a lion's cage and put your head there would say, I'm only doing it for fun. I don't think so, because he'll have lunch. There's no fun in that. It's evil. It never was good. It's against the Lord Jesus Christ. See, you have made, see, you have been made well. 
Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who made him well. Therefore the Jews started persecuting Jesus because he was doing such things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is still working, and I am also working. For this reason the Jews, the Jews were seeking all the more to kill Jesus, because he was not only breaking the Sabbath, but he was also calling God his Father, thereby making himself equal to God. Well, they were right, at least that. He was making himself equal to God, because he was and is equal to the Father. Chapter 5, verse 19. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but he only does what he sees the Father doing. You see, the Father and the Son are so close. The Father sent the Son into the world so that we might be saved. The Son only does what he sees the Father doing. Now the widow of Nain had a son that had died. Jesus saw that the father resurrected that son, and so he could resurrect that son. This is real. This is real. But only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, the son does likewise. And the son only does good things, even on the Sabbath. The Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing. And he will show him greater works than these, so that you will be astonished. Indeed, just as the Father raises the dead and gives life, so also the Son gives life to whomever he wishes. Have you received life from the Lord Jesus Christ? The Son gives life because the Father gives life. The Son only does what the Father does. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. You see, the Jehovah Witnesses do not honor the Son. When I meet a Jehovah Witness, I ask them to go to Acts 1.8. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and throughout all the ends of the earth. I asked the Jehovah Witness, who's talking? They say, Jesus. Who's witness? They won't answer. Jesus said, you shall be my witnesses. They won't answer. I said, you're not being truthful. You know whose witnesses Acts 1a talks about. The witness of Jesus. I am a witness of Jesus. You are not. Well, anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Do you honor the Son? We praise you, Lord. We praise the Son. We kiss the Son. And we honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I tell you, Anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. 
Who sent Jesus? The Father. If you believe his word and believe that the Father sent him, you have eternal life. And you do not come under judgment, but you have passed from death to life. Already we who believe in Jesus have passed from death to life. We had our funeral in Jesus' name. You might say, that doesn't sound right. Well, it is right. It says, Truly, truly, I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me, that's the Father, has eternal life and does not come under judgment, but has passed from death to life. Have you been passed from death to life? Truly, truly, I tell you, the hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment, because the Son, he is the Son of Man. Do not be astonished at this, for the hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and will come out, talking about the second coming, and those who have done good to the resurrection of the life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Have we done good? If we're born again, are we doing good? Doing good for people? Oh, yes. My phone rings so often. I try to call back everyone who calls me and pray with them. I was praying with the woman from another state the other day, and she has, and she's going to have tests, and I'm praying no cancer in the name of Jesus. No cancer in the name of Jesus by the power of the cross. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Like, what do you do with your money? Is it all for you? Do you give the Lord a tenth of what you have, what you make? You see, this is real. You say, but I need to pay my bills. I need to tithe my money because if I don't tithe my money, I, I hold up the good that God's going to do for me. If God can't trust me with green pieces of paper with dead presidents on them, he's not going to trust me with you. Do you know that today? I can do nothing on my own. Jesus is saying this. He only can do what he sees the Father doing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek to do not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Now, this whole experience of doing the will of him who sent me, when we were kids, the only thing we would pray for in our vocation was the will of God. I wonder how many people pray for the will of God, the very will of God. It was the will of God, by God's grace, that I became a priest. Oh yes, I prayed, and I wanted to do what God wanted me to do, but I wasn't ready. 
let me tell you what happened to me one day. I was at a communion breakfast speaking to men at a communion breakfast, and there was this blind man. He asked me to drive him home, and I did. And he said to me, you're kicking against the goad. God is calling you to be a priest, and you're running away. He was absolutely right. He was absolutely right. He said, I know because God was calling me to be a priest, and I ran away. Go see your pastor. I tell you, it scared the heart out of me. I went home and had macaroni. I never ate so fast in my life. But I did listen that it was the will of God. So I made an I went to the seminary and made an application. The rest is what you see now. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies on my behalf, and I know that his testimony is true. You that's the Father. You sent messengers to John, and he testified to the truth. Not that I accept such human testimony, but I say these things so that you may be saved. John was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But I have a testimony greater than John's. John said, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. I have a greater testimony than John's. The works that the Father has given me to complete, the very works that I am doing, testify on behalf that the Father has sent me. What is the final work that the Father asked him to do? The cross. In the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Luke, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus tells people, don't tell anybody about this miracle. Why? Because the great miracle is the cross. It is finished. Jesus finished the work of salvation on the cross. He took upon himself the sins of the world and your sins and my sins. He took upon himself the sins of the world and the Father who sent me has himself testified on my behalf. You have never heard his voice or seen his form, and you do not have his word abiding in you because you do not believe him whom he sent. Do you believe the Father sent Jesus Christ into the world to save sinners? I am the first sinner. I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Just the other day I went to confession. I need to confess my sins under the blood of Jesus, under the precious blood of the Lamb. You search the Scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that testify on my behalf. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. 
I do not accept glory from human beings, but I know that you do not have the love of God in you. Do you have the love of God in you? Are you letting it pour out for people? Have you witnessed to Jesus lately? You see, the world is lost. We are living in a lost world. Only the Christian is the light of the world. Only the Christian can make other Christians, bringing people to Jesus and Jesus to people. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not accept me. If another comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe when you accept the glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the one who alone is God? You don't believe that the God, the Father sent Jesus, but you'll receive glory from people. The Father loved us so much that he sent his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. Listen to this. Your accuser will be Moses, he's talking to the Jews, on whom you have set your hope. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he, Moses, wrote about me. But if you do not believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? Moses wrote about Jesus. He said that another great prophet would be coming. He's more than a prophet. He's more than a teacher. He's more than a philosopher. He's the Lord. He's the Lord. Have this mind in you that was in Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God. He did not count himself equal to God, a thing to be grasped, but rather he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. Being humbler still, he accepts the cross on which he dies. So at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Do you know that there's going to be a day when every knee will bow at the name of Jesus? There's going to be a day when everyone's going to confess that he is the Son of God. Do you know there's going to be a day? I don't know when that day will be. It's coming. How do I know it's coming? Because things in the world are very dark. The scripture says, the coming of the Lord, a sign will be lawlessness in the world. And I tell you, it's very lawless in the world that we live. I just was listening to the news, and a lady uh, who was saved in the Twin Tires, somebody stabbed her to death for no reason. Lawlessness, lawlessness, lawlessness. The only combat of lawlessness is the grace of God through Jesus Christ, through his blood, through his cross, through his resurrection. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. As we honor the Son, we honor the Father who sent him. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.